0: Log Talk Radio. Good afternoon, and welcome to Hope for Today. This is Zenobia Bailey, your co host, and I am here with my good sister friend, Naja Brown. Welcome, Naja.
1: Thank you, Zenobia, and happy Tuesday.
0: (laughs) Happy Tuesday to you and happy Tuesday to all of our listeners. As we continue Family Matters, today we are going to look at the wife's role in the Christian family. And we're going to start out by looking once more... And I shouldn't say once more, because throughout this series, we're going to be looking at our passage in Ephesians uh, chapters 5 and 6. Today, I'd like for us to look at the verses, obviously, that uh, pertain to the wife. From verses 22 through 33, we have 11 verses, but out of those 11 verses, Uh, Three of them speak specifically to the wife. Verse 22 says, Wives, be subject to your own husbands as to the Lord. And then the end part of verse 31 says, And the two shall become one flesh. Going on, Verse 32, this mystery is great, but I am speaking with reference to Christ and the church. And then, at the very end of our last verse in this section, verse 33, see to it that she respects her husband. Now, on the surface, it may look like there's not much nausea that's being told to women who are wives. But I would like to take these verses and then unpack them a little bit with uh, verses that we find in Chapter 31 of Proverbs. Going to wives, be subject to your own husbands. You know, many times, um, Nadja, have you found that in your uh, comings and goings. What's been what's been the general uh reaction to women when they hear or read that they need to be subject to their husbands? Well, that's a good
1: question because uh I think the word subject or submissive often um is a difficult uh word to to take and understand. Uh and so a lot of women uh react to it
0: yes. and
1: don't quite understand it. And I, I reacted
0: to it, I have to be honest. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. in I would <laughs> in say the that those days, two, days,
0: my first days I reacted to it. <laughs>
1: I, I could see why. I, I can see if you don't have the, the understanding of what the word actually means. Yes. So I would say that uh being submissive to the husband uh is is one of the largest challenges one of the biggest challenges for wives today if they don't understand uh what that means and how that would be worked out uh through through the within the marriage
0: okay well i'm going to um say a little bit about that but before i do would you like to to take a hold of that for a moment and talk about uh what it does mean biblically to be subject to our husbands
1: well i I think it uh w- w- well it goes back to uh what we had talked about a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month or so ago in in one of our first uh podcasts, one of the first or second podcasts and the word subject uh doesn't mean that uh someone is um laying down to become a doormat or that the husband is the the dominant person in the marriage and the woman is the more weaker person in the marriage it really means that uh the the wife is subject to her husband just as Christ is subject, uh, the husband is subject to Christ, who is the head of the church. So when we talk about this whole concept of of the Christ being the head of the church, husband being the, the head of the wife, and wife being subject to her husband, as the leader of the household, the woman is just basically partnering, I would like yes. to use that word, partnering, and mm-hmm. is considered an equal partner to her husband, but doesn't usurp his authority.
0: Great. And that takes me right into verse 31 where it says, and the two shall become one flesh. You know, so women, uh, and even some men who might be listening, I hope that you are embracing what Naja has just said. Uh, It would be a good idea if you would go back and listen to some of the earlier uh, segments to get even a fuller taste of what we're trying to convey based on what we see that the Word of God has said to us or is saying to us, and the two shall become one flesh. You know, we tend to think, some of us, that, going back to what Naja said earlier, that it is a, a subjugation kind of a thing where people are stepping where the male is stepping on the female, and people are so quick to make that cry. But if we are operating as one flesh, you see the the um, the tension there, that there would be no way that a man would be stepping on himself, would you say, nausea? And so why would he be stepping on his wife if he's acting within the will of God? That is um, correct. Right, and then verse 32 says this mystery is great. You know, we can hardly embrace and understand. I know I can't wrap my mind fully around this This operating as one. When I married my husband, we became one. When a woman marries her husband and he marries her, they become one flesh. And that's, we we know that, we hear that, we read it. We even experience it to some degree, but the mystery, it is still a mystery. And um, and so I would encourage anyone who has felt like the word has put them in bondage or maybe even their own relationship has put them in bondage, uh, pray about it. Seek God and, 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 and try to break free from it because the word is freeing. This is a, a wonderful thing. And then ver- going down again we're 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 unpacking the wife's role verse 33 the end of it. He says see to it. When I see to something, I'm making it happen. I'm ensuring that it happens. See to it that she respects her husband. Now, respect is another word that we often think we understand. I know I think I understand it if I respect um, nausea, if I respect my husband, I'm not going to do anything to hurt them. I'm looking at them with with kindness and, and with regard. And um, I looked up the word. For those of you who may not know what a concordance is, it's a reference tool that we use to give us the definition to the original language. And so I went to the concordance, and I found some substitute words, maybe synonyms, as we would say today. The first was regard with favor. Regard with favor, pleasure, or care. And I would say all of them regard with favor, pleasure, and care. And then another definition was to consider. Consider. We're considering that other person. We we respect them. We're considering them. We're regarding them and we're showing them compassion. The last oh. term for the word respect that I found in this context was compassionate. Now turning over to um Proverbs thirty one, I'm not going to read the entire uh passage because we really don't have time for that, but I'm going to pick out snippets. Um It asks in verse 10 of Proverbs 31, an excellent wife who can find. Verse 11, the heart of her husband trusts in him. Naja, you see that? You hear that? That's the wife's role to to make herself available for him to trust in her. Um, Verse 12, she does not do him evil. She does him good. Verse 16, she considers a field and buys it. From her earnings, she plants a vineyard. Ladies, this is letting us know that the role of a wife is to be able, this woman is, um, she made, I don't know, she came to the marriage already a um, in the marketplace, already an entrepreneur or already a businesswoman, but she certainly knows how to handle her business affairs or their business affairs. Verse 17, it really struck me, Nasha, because, you know, you and I have been really on a concerted um, effort towards our health and fitness. And verse 17, she girds herself with strength, and she makes her arms strong. (laughs) Isn't that marvelous? Yes, it is. I think she's keeping herself fit, not only for herself, but, you know, she wants to compliment her husband, and he's proud to have her, and, I just see so much coming out of this. And, Naja, I would love for you to just pick up now, and we are already at our countdown, rolling along with about three minutes left. And there's so much more to to, to see here, and maybe we'll continue next week. But I'm going to turn it over to you at this point. I think
1: that we probably can do a part two. I mean, there's there's still a lot that we probably could cover. But I like what you've highlighted so far, and and maybe we can just – touch a little bit on the fact that she she is uh, it, it, she's being portrayed as an entrepreneur uh, she's into real estate <laughs> she's into retail um as we read further she she cares for her she prepares food for her household and she also manages her household um she is a distributor she's she delivers handcrafted goods to the merchants uh she ministers to the poor and the needy. Uh, like you, said, oh, isn't that strong. wonderful
0: I just thought you know again that's something else that we have been um, really talking about on the on the side, and even back in these biblical times that the fact that she would take heed and notice of those who were less fortunate than she that really struck me,
1: yes and and that tells me that she was aware of not only what was going on in her household with her husband and her own children and what their needs were but she was also involved in her community
0: Absolutely. and then i like
1: the way uh these passages wrap up and it says that she is blessed by her children and her husband praises her and then 31 says that uh, she is not only the um she's she's not only an extension of her husband but scripture says that give her of the fruit of her hands and let her own works praise her in the gates so yeah. uh without puffing herself up and uh doing it for show she's doing it for the lord uh you know god is it she's being exalted uh in her community uh and those around her as a woman of valor so i um i absolutely love that passage And I I think we will be able to continue talking about this, though, in a couple of weeks. What do you think?
0: I think so. And um, the other thing that strikes me uh, before we uh, sign off for it today is the fact that this woman is not idle in in any sense of imagination. She's very busy. She's very productive. Um, Just to think about her being... um, a a a woman to model that we could you know see as our role model. She um, she's just busy. She's busy not to the point that she's neglecting anything, but she's not idle, getting into trouble, you know, having the mouth uh, uh, flap and gossip and waste time. It's it's just a wonderful passage, and it just it really speaks a lot about. Any woman, not just the wife, but certainly the wife specifically. Yes. So
1: So we will reconvene again uh, March 8th, I believe. Uh, let's see. Yes, on the 8th of March. So we can certainly pick up where we are leaving off right now. What do you think?
0: We will do just that. Okay. And thank you, everybody, for joining us on this segment of Hope for Today, and we'll see you next time. God bless you.